What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you for tuning in to the Love Quest Podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go. Give God a big old shout of praise one time. Amen. Come on, come on, come on. Give God a big old shout of praise. Come on, let's just pray right now. Let's just lift up our voices. Lord, we bless you. Come on, lift your voices. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we thank you. Come on, just take 60 seconds. And give him the sacrifice of your lips. We keep our lips filled with gratitude. We magnify your faithfulness. We magnify your goodness, Lord. Come on, we bind a worried mind. I will not give my mind to worry. I come to praise the Lord. Oh, my soul. Happy is my soul when I praise the Lord. Come on, joyful is my soul when I praise the Lord. Come on, strong is my soul when I praise the Lord. Full of faith is my soul when I praise the Lord. That's why I've come to praise the Lord. Oh, my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Come on, do I got any people that know his word? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Come on, O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Come on. Come on. Oh, how excellent is your name. Come on, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Come on, may we not get tired of praising the Lord. Thank you Jesus come on say we glorify you Lord come on give God a hand come on give your creator a hand come on come on give your Savior a hand Now give the neighbor sitting next to you a hand for being here tonight. Say thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for joining me tonight. Give the person on your left and the right a high five and say it's good to see you. Come on, it's good to see you. You can take your seat in the presence of the almighty God. I won't be tired what God is alive. How could I keep it inside? Come 
come on right where you're sitting lift your hands up if you don't mind just lift your hands I won't be quiet my God is alive you know my prayer for some of you and this is the this is the this is the on fire for Jesus crowd I know that every person in here is so on fire for Jesus I know if I followed you home and looked through your window I see you in there shouting for Jesus I know that's every everybody in here um, you know there's there's children in the world who you know if a child doesn't speak for a long period of time um, you know there's a challenge there right and it's just like children of God like my prayer for you is that there's the miracle of you finding your voice in the Lord because the devil has your has our voice wow because we always talk about the insecurities the fears like we major in complaining do you know complaining is a form of praise it's just praising what's not working hallelujah and so I'm going to choose to give my lips at least 51% you know what I'm saying if it was 51.49 right to what is working what do I know is working? My father, his word, right? His promises, his love, right? He's up to something. And so I'm just going to focus on what works and what never stops working. Hebrews 4. Now, I just got a couple of scriptures off script. And then we'll see if we get back on script. Well, I'm just give you what I got. Let me just start here and um, let's see. Hebrews 4:12 in the message. I want to say thank you to our streaming audience for streaming in. Hallelujah. God means what he says. What he says goes. His powerful word is sharp as a surgeon's scalpel. Cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense. You got you to gotta see what he's saying right there. When I'm doubting, if I put the word on my doubt, the word cuts through my doubt. Right? I'm already doubting mentally. I don't need to doubt verbally. Because the truth is, the reason why you're complaining is because you don't like what's going on on the inside. You don't like your perspective, so why not cut through it? The moment you put your lips with your heart, you produce. Here's how you got saved. You confessed what you believed. So if you believe it's not working and you confess it's not working, 
Just like when you believe he saved you and you confess he saved you, the Bible says that principle got you saved. So if you, I could put it this way, if you doubt in your heart and confess with your tongue what you doubt, you shall have it. See, the battle is if you can keep your mouth shut to doubt, open to hope. Because out of the abundance of the heart, what happens? The mouth speaks. Right? So I have to war against the doubt in my heart, the fear in my heart. And if I ever want to change it, one of the major ways I change it is I speak contrary to it. Nothing and no one can resist God's word. It's right there. Bondage cannot resist God's word. Nothing and no one can resist God's word. We can't get away from it, no matter what. So one of the biggest tricks of the enemy is to do what? Get you to reject the word. Because once you get the word in your heart, whatever is not of it, got to go. Our hardest work is getting the word in our heart. Okay, think I'm playing. Can you go up like, uh, what is this? Go up to the next chunk in the message. So I think it's Hebrews 4 verse 8. <clears throat> no, that's not it. That's uh, Mount Carmel or whatever. That's Golgotha Hill. Hallelujah, I'm going to read it. And so this is still, let me, let me just go down here. God himself is at rest. And at the end of the journey, we'll surely rest with God. So let's keep at it and eventually arrive at the place of rest, not drop out through some sort of disobedience. God means what he says, right? So there's a place of rest. Amplified says we should be diligent about entering this rest, this place of trust and contentment in Jesus. So whether doubt or defense, laying us open to listen, to obey the word. We can't get away from it no matter what. Verse 14 says this. Now, that we know what we have. Jesus, this great high priest with ready access to God. Now I'm back on the message, so too late. Let's not let it slip through our fingers. We don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. That part. Like we act like we serve. Let me tell you, God is more in touch with what you're going through than the people you confide in. <laughs> God is more in touch with what you're going through than the people you confide in. That's why he say, hey, seek me first. So by the time you get to your homies, you got something to tell them aside from complaining. God understands what we're going through 
He's been through weakness and testing, experienced it all, all but the sin part, that part. (laughs) So let's walk right up to him and get what he is so ready to give. Another translation says to enter into his throne room boldly. So let's walk right up to him. Nothing you're going through going to shock him. Your friends can't handle what you're going through. So let's walk right up to him. Get what he is so ready to give. Take the mercy and accept the help. Here's one close step to help. Admit you need it. (laughs) Right. So that was the first step. Admit you need help. The word will help you more than a biography. Let those be supplements. We're in a generation. Here we go. We got people that read their really cool books more than they read the book. Right? You're, you're reading your motivational book. You're reading your business books. You're reading your, right, right, right. But let me help you out, man. Do you know how much the Bible has business principles in it? Where do you think all the really good business, like the ones that really work, where do you think they come from? Right? You want to read some principles? Go check out the wealthiest man to walk the earth. Go check out what Solomon has to say. I want to I look at two passages really quickly, hopefully as quickly. But I just wanted to come and tell somebody that this won't bury you. I want you to go to Judges 15.9. I really want to do this quickly, okay? But I just want to be obedient. I want to try and encourage somebody. Judges 15.9. While they're looking for that, I'm going to get it. Judges 15.9. This, whatever yo this is, it won't bury you. Say, this won't bury me. Then the Philistines came up and encamped in Judah and spread themselves in Lehi. And the men of Judah said, why have you come up against us? They answered, we have come to bind Samson to do to him as he has done to us. Then 3,000 men of Judah went down to the cleft of the rock, Edom, and said to Samson, Have you not known that the Philistines are rulers over us? What is this that you have done to us? He said to them, As they did to me, so have I done to them. And they said to him, We have come down to bind you that we may deliver you into the hands of the Philistines. And Samson said to them, swear to me that you will not fall upon me yourselves. This is the message, correct? No, I know it wasn't. I know it. Go and get that message up there without the mountains. Hallelujah. That was still good, though. That was a good translation. 
Samson is a bad boy. Now, how can you relate to this passage? Because there's always something coming to bind you. Can I help anybody? There's always something coming to bind you. There's always something coming to bind you. There's always something coming to bind you. And we've been in this stream of thought that the enemy is more afraid of us. He knows we have won. Bless you. He knows that we have the victory. So what does he want you to do? Not know that you're victorious. He wants you to constantly doubt yourself. He wants you to constantly stay, man, I wish I was here this morning. Go listen to this morning. Right? Because he knows his time is up. So what he tries to do with you is get you to stay stuck long enough to reinforce the systems he have you in. Okay. <clears throat> we can't wait for them five. There we go. Hallelujah. 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 He's wonderful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. He is wonderful. Right. The Philistines set out and made camp in Judah, preparing to attack Lehi, which means jawbone. When the men of Judah asked, why have you come up against us? They said, we're out to get Samson. We're going after Samson to do to him what he did to us. Three companies of men from Judah went down to the cave at Adam Rock and said to Samson, don't you realize that the Philistines already bully and lord it over us? They bully and lord it over us. They bully and lord it over us. Some of you have thoughts that bully and lord over you. Some of you have strongholds that bully and lord over you. So what's going on with you? making things even worse this is why some marriages some households are the way they are because within your own self there's things that bully and lord over you no 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 deal with the demons in your own head not your husband's head your wife's head right deal with your attitude right had a great meeting this morning with our marriage couples like what are you doing to help you out because God's plan hasn't changed. God's single plan hasn't changed for you. Now that you're together with somebody, he has the same plan. He didn't have two plans. He didn't have a single and a married. Because you could have chose a bunch of different people. You could have chose anybody. But he made you. So his plan never changed. Right? So, so, What's going on with you making things even worse? He said, it was tit for tat. I only did to them what they did to me. I kind of like him. He like, they mess with me, I mess with them. I ain't no punk. But what they said, man, you bringing trouble up on us. They said, well, we've come down here to tie you up and turn you over to the Philistines. We've come into your life to tie you up. We've tempted you to tie you up. We keep sneaking in the back door to tie you up. 
We keep trying to find loopholes in your life to tie you up. You still angry? We want to tie you up. You still promiscuous? We want to tie you up. You still double-minded? We've come to tie you up. <laughs> Samson said, just promise not to hurt me. It's almost like he like, go ahead. Just don't hurt me. Let's watch this. Where'd you go? We promise, they said, we will tie you up and surrender you to them. But believe us, we won't kill you. That's another thing the enemy wants, wants you to know. Is that when you're in God's hands, it don't matter what you go through, he does not have the authority to kill you. That's good news for somebody who want to stay alive. It's as worse as it's going to get. They proceeded to tie him with new ropes and led him up from the rock. As he approached Lehi, the Philistines came to meet him, shouting in triumph, and then the Spirit of God came on him with great power. While tied up, Spirit of God came up on him. That's great news for me, Pastor T. I'll take that for me. While, while in bondage, the anointing came up on me to get out of bondage. I'm trying to help these little saints in here. While in bondage, what if you accepted your anointing while in bondage? What if you stepped in your calling while in bondage? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The strips, it says, and then the Spirit of God came on him with great power. The ropes on his arms fell apart like flax on fire. The strips of leather slipped off his hands. Okay, there's, there's like delivering someone. All right, there's casting out. There's driving out. Which means... The Lord coming to remove the enemy. That don't look like what happened here. It looked like something happened before. Because it looks like freedom came so he could get the enemy off of him. <laughs> what we want is the Lord to take care of the enemy and free us. No, 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 no. He frees you so you can fight all right I'll keep reading I'll keep reading for you guys I'll keep reading for you guys the strips of leather slipped off his hands he spotted a fresh donkey jawbone reached down and grabbed it and with it killed the whole, the whole the, <laughs> all the demons And Samson said, with a donkey's jawbone, I made heaps of donkeys of them. <laughs> with 
the donkey's jawbone, I killed an entire company. That boy hard. When he finished speaking, he threw away the jawbone. He named that place Ramoth Lehigh Jawbone Hill. That's a bad boy. That's a bad boy. That's a boy. But now, now go back. Let's look at this. So we want Lord. It, it kind of reminds me of the, 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 the they say, let my people go so they can. Let's, let's keep it real. What you want to be free for? To do you? That's what a lot of people want to be free for. If you want freedom to be closer to the Lord, that's the greatest motive you can have. Let my people go so that they may worship me. If you're not going to worship him, you're going to be back in bondage. So what's the point of freedom? Stop wasting your time. Just stay bound up. So this brother says, as he's walking, he's bound. These are just multiple places, Sion. I see this in the book of Acts. They put them boys in prison. What happened? They're worshiping God and the prison doors open. Y'all be coming out to the nighttime. I think this is the deep crowd. This is all the intellectual people. Right? Y'all like reading, huh? I should sit in a chair and just read to y'all, huh? <laughs> Tell you some stories, huh? Then I look in the lion's den. They didn't do nothing but what? Worship the Lord. And then the other, the enemy got burned up. Oh, I see in the lion's den. He didn't do nothing but sit there. And then the God, then, then, then you get what I'm saying? There's story after story. Moses, he says, stick out your rod. And what did God do? He split the sea. See, too many of us don't want to show up to the battle, but we want the victory. Come on, he's just, he's, he's walking in bondage, and as he's walking, fearlessly, still worshiping God, the supernatural kicked in on his natural. I'm not complaining, I'm fighting back. The sob stories, the, the, the victim mentality, the poor me. Get out of here. Pick up your jawbone and start swinging. What is your jawbone? The word of God. Stop complaining. The way it described it is he just was looking around. He was like, oh, I'm free. My freedom is a sign. It's time to fight, not to chill. Because when I'm like this, I can't fight. But now I got these. Let's go. Some of y'all want freedom to chill. No. Freedom leads to the next level. The enemy is relentless. <laughs> this brother, it sounds like he just looked around. He's like, okay, well, we're going to take this jawbone. Sounds like another little young man. He's like, all I, nah, I can't wear your armor. All I got is these five stones. Bow. 
now. See, you see, the power was not in the sling back. The power is he let go of what he had. What, what are you holding on to that God is saying, release it and watch what I do? That book, that business, that ministry, that gift. God is saying, you've been holding on too long, expecting me to move. I need you to what? Release it. Shout out, release it. Hmm. I love it. He's, I got this picture of Samson being taken away. I love how he says, just promise me you won't kill me. That sounds like a, that sounds like he knows. In one way, he's like, if you keep me alive, I got a chance. I, let me play it, say it simple for you. If I woke up this morning, I got a chance. All, all I need is a jawbone. All I need is one seed. All I need is one word. All I need is one gift. I don't need a bunch of gifts. It don't need to be like them. All I need is one phone call and it'll change my life. I woke up this morning. What are you doing with today's wake, wake up? He said, just keep me alive. Just keep me alive. Keep me alive. Give me a chance. Keep me alive. He said, I don't, I don't mind you tying me up. Just keep me alive because I know my God as long as I'm moving. <laughs> as long as I'm moving forward in faith, I know the supernatural can happen. That's fine. Put me in prison. But as long as, I, hey, hey, just don't, just, just don't take my praise. You can put me in prison, but as long as I got a praise, I got a chance. Right, what they should have did is put them in the lion's den and killed them before and let the lions eat the meat. <laughs> but instead, they put a son in the lion's den alive. They put Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire alive. Man, if you, put a, if you put a alive chicken on a barbecue grill, the brother or the sister, whatever it is, gonna, gonna, gonna get up off of there as soon as it feels heat, right? You get what I'm saying? They understood, like, look, as long as I'm alive, my prayer language, my, my words, my, my faith, my hope, God will take my little bit of faith and he will do something with it. He will shut lions' mouths. He said, Moses, what do you have in your hand? Just stretch it and go forward who am I talking to tonight you need to stretch you don't need more use what you have come on say I got enough come on you're not gonna bury me man I got enough garage don't discourage me rain leaking it through a tent don't discourage me I got enough Woo, I got enough Luke 7 come on is anybody being helped a little bit Luke 7 Hallelujah. My voice, my voice, my voice is challenged right now. But I got enough. Ha! You got what I was saying? You got what I got enough. 
I love it. Let that get in your spirit, man. I got enough. Long as I got King Jesus, I got enough. Come on. Long as I got one leg, I got enough. Long as I got one finger, I got enough. I pointed to Jesus. Everything is going to be all right. Come on, if I know one scripture, I got enough. Shout out, I got enough. Go to Luke 7, verse 9. Woo! I'm sorry if I'm pacing in my little legs. Got, got a little energy in, in my legs. I just feel like running, you know what I'm saying? All right, bring it down. Taking them back. Taking them back. Taking them back. Taking them back. Ooh, come on, one more time. Say, I got enough. You got to get that in your spirit. If you really believe that, when you wake up tomorrow, you're going to have so much peace. Taking them back. Okay, okay. I'm talking now. Jesus addressed the accompanying crowd I've yet to come across this kind of simple trust anywhere in Israel the very people who are supposed to know about God and how he works when when the messengers got back home they found the servant up and well right God he just moving (laughs) he just moving through the land Not long after that, Jesus went to the village Nain. Remember, this won't won't bury me. I got enough. Right? This won't bury me. I got enough. See, the worst thing the devil could have let you do is get up. Do you know the advantage you have by just waking up? And then you got more of an advantage by getting up. And then you got more of an advantage of getting out of bed. Right? You can't just sit up. You got to get out of bed. And the fact that you let me get out the door. Now, wherever I go, I'm about to smear glory all over the place. Not long after that, Jesus went to the village Nain. His disciples were with him. Along with quite a large crowd. Can I help you? what God has for you I'm so sorry it's gotta go public I know you like being just real light to yourself but sometimes we go through what we go through long enough to draw an audience (laughs) because it's about him getting glory right it's not about you So here's a large crowd. As they approached the village gate, they met a funeral procession. A woman's only son was being carried out for burial. So just in case you thought 
that as long as I'm alive, I got a chance. <laughs> Either way you slice it, he majors in dead and alive. It really don't matter if you alive. In other words, you cannot have nothing to offer God. <laughs> Do you understand? We just shouted, I got enough. The idea of I take he'll take my little bit, it don't matter. I got enough. That still involved me having something. Now I'm gonna take, I'm gonna reduce it all the way back to not even having enough. They met a funeral procession. A woman's only son was being carried out for burial. So we got one picture, Samson. He's alive but bound. Then we got somebody as bound as you can get. Dead. (laughs) And the mother was a widow. So she lost her husband. And her son. When Jesus saw her, his heart broke. So you think you feeling frustrated about your situation? You ever thought Jesus cared more than you? <laughs> your heartbreak ain't like Jesus' heartbreak. He said to her, Don't cry. He went over and touched the coffin. Wait a minute. He, he, t- he touched the coffin. This brother don't even have enough. He's what? Dead. The pallbearer stopped. He said, young man, I tell you, get up. The dead son set up and began talking. And then Jesus said, Mother, here's your son back. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but you are about to be represented to somebody. This will not bury you. Get ready to be represented to your mama, your daddy, your boss. season you feel like you've been in a coffin and nothing been moving in your life if it seemed like it's been stagnant if it seemed like your life been on repeat I'm telling you that God is getting ready to represent you 
Come on, let's go back. 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 Yeah, so. As they. Approach the village gate. Like Jesus was minding his business. He was not looking for this. But here's the picture I get. He ran into some friends and family who was willing to carry the dead. <laughs> Cut open the rooftop, friends. some tear off the roof friends right when you can get to a place in your life where you stop trying to pick yourself up or get up so you can start carrying other people <laughs> Jesus ran into some people who really wish their friend their son their nephew their grandson was alive but here's what I like I don't think it's a coincidence we got to pay attention to she was a widow so why he didn't raise her husband up but then he all of a sudden comes in her life and raises this thing up right it's almost like you like again God you gonna let this happen to me again and I'm telling you whatever you've been faced with where you like if this if this happened to me again I don't know if I can keep going God is about to turn that thing <laughs> I know you may have had some losses in the past but I promise you this will not look like back then you will not lose it. You will not, come on, come on. You will not faint. You will not fall. You will not die. You will not quit. You will not be left behind. God is about to do something brand new. Brand new. He says, a widow woman. It's like, man, don't you wish God would have came and save that but losing that husband or losing that friend or losing that relationship or getting broke up with do you understand there's purpose in heartbreak <laughs> there's purpose see I don't know if she would appreciate this resurrection I don't know if she would appreciate this comeback story. If everything I went through, God always turned everything around. No, no, no. He's working everything together. God's not in. See, look, when he resurrects the son, he resurrect and refreshed her whole life. So where she lost hope in Jesus from not resurrecting her husband, he just brought back hope 
through resurrecting her son. He's working everything together for my good. Guess what? So I can count it all joy. I don't know, I don't know, but but what I, she could have got another husband. She couldn't have got another son. That, that's her baby boy, her only son. Only son was being carried out for burial. And man, I could just see the enemy. Let me flip the script now. I could see the enemy celebrating your insecurity I could see him thinking the last thing you just was in he thought you was gonna die in that he thought that shame was gonna bury you he thought that last breakup was gonna bury you he thought that you losing your father was going to bury you. He thought you losing your mama was going to bury you. He thought when that person divorced you, he's going to marry you. He thought that abuse was going to bury you. But you came to a church called Love Quest. You came in a house where some people was willing to carry you long enough for Jesus to walk over and touch you. There's power in the, power in the, power in the name of Jesus. mother the mother was a widow the mother was a widow she's been through this when Jesus saw her his heart was broke His heart is broken over all the loss you've experienced. You're not alone. He sees, you ready? Your endurance is moving his hand. <laughs> Come on, I'm gonna say it again so you can catch that. be not weary and well doing see the enemy wants you to stop at your mistake he wants you to stop in that season where you have to shut your business down or when you have to close and get you second guessing if you should do this again or if you should do that Your endurance is moving 
the hand of God. This is why we're not moved by what we feel because it doesn't matter. Can you put, can you, um, look, look at what he says. This is very interesting. His heart was broke. He said to her, don't cry. What? <laughs> how you going to tell me don't cry? Now, it says his heart was broke. So you know how sometimes when people start crying, you're like, don't cry. Do not cry. You're going to make me cry. I don't know if Jesus was doing that. <laughs> do not, do not cry. <laughs> uh-uh. We are not going to do this today. <laughs> almost like Elder John Elder John, Elder John, Elder John he wasn't doing this he wasn't like we're not going to do this today if you really can if you really tap into what the Holy Spirit the nature of him his don't cry is almost like him saying it's morning time because he's like I know what's about to happen so don't cry is a re- it's an it's an order to get you to get in faith to get ready for what's about to happen. Cuz he knew right, right he says don't cry. Then It was almost like he said don't cry watch this. Don't cry. Watch this. Watch this. Watch what I'm about to do. He said, don't cry. Get ready. I I almost think he could put a comma there and say, don't cry. Watch this. Don't cry. Watch this. Your morning days are about to be over. Don't cry. Watch this. Your poverty is about to be over. Don't cry. Watch this. Your broken heart is about to be over. Don't cry. Watch this. Family trauma is about to come to an end. Don't cry, watch this. Then he went over and touched the coffin. I I, I want you to look at this very carefully. Go to the next. (laughs) Then he spoke. Okay, let's watch the order. Go back. You want a word before you want to touch. And it says that he touched the coffin. He didn't even touch the guy. He he put his hand on the thing that was holding him. He touched touched the thing that you've been bound by. He touched the thing that was holding you back. He touched the thing. And now get ready to listen to the voice of the Lord. Arise and shine. say touch me Lord he touched the coffin but then I look at Lazarus and he gave them instructions to open the the tomb so he could have said hey guys open the coffin I want to talk to this young man I want to touch the young man right it's almost like he stood at the coffin 
which is only to hold death and put death on notice and it says you're going to have to let him go today I don't know what's been holding you back but the hand of the Lord is touching it today and saying you're going to have to let it go today you're going to have to let my daughter go today. You're going to have to let her mind go today. You're going to have to let their finances go today. You're going to have to let their business go today. <laughs> and then the pallbearers stopped. When, when Jesus touches something, of creation shifts to work in your favor young man I tell you I'm not begging you I'm not I'm not begging for my circumstance to turn around I'm not begging for my family to get right I'm not begging for my my sanity no I am telling the storm stop I am telling the stronghold, let me go. It, it, look, let me tell you something. Your bondage or your freedom is no longer an option. It's time for you to come out of your coffin and stop being comfortable being carried around. The dead son, I love this, Elder John. This is what the enemy don't want you to do. He like, okay, couldn't stop Jesus from getting him up. Can I stop him from talking? <laughs> so yeah, you got up, but did you change your conversation? He sat up and began to talk. What kind of coffin is that? that has a living, speaking being sitting in it. Can you imagine that victory? He, hey, hey y'all, he's still in the coffin. I, I, don't, I don't know. really cool to walk back through town with him sitting up oh you better get ready <laughs> yeah y'all get that you better get ready that you are about to you about to go back looking the same but not the same get ready for your parade hey mama hey daddy Co-workers, <laughs> come on, come on. I don't know that maybe that's just my crazy imagination, but I just remember spiritually walking back in the club before. I remember spiritually walking back in the club and looking at the liquor. It's like, hey, Cavassier. <laughs> Merlot, how you doing, Sauvignon Blanc? How you doing, Hennessy? Hey, Baca. Hey, Alize, how you doing, girl? They like, what we doing tonight? I'm good. 
get ready for the parade. Get ready for the parade, man. Get ready, get ready to sit at tables during Christmas this year. And looking across from people who didn't think you was going to make it. You ain't going to have to say nothing, but your spirit is going to be like, hey, hi, dad. I know you thought your words was going to discourage me, but hey, I'm better now. I'm alive. Hi, mom. Hi, uncle. I know you may, I know you touched me in the wrong way when I was little, but hi, I'm free from that. How you doing? Can I pray for you? I forgive you. I love you. I know you molested me when I was young, but hey. Right, we going there. That person that hurt you, are you ready for them to come back in your life without you reminding them of how they hurt you? See, the person that walked out on you, the greatest revenge is when they come back in your life. You don't look like their walking out has affected you. Because they're going to come back like the prodigal son expecting you to guilt trip them. But you're going to say, hey, how you doing? I miss you. I'm stronger now. I'm better now. I'm wiser now. Jesus presented him to his mother. My hopeless days are over. They, <laughs> they all realize. They were in a place of holy mystery. <laughs> that God was at work. They were quietly worshipful. And then. out that's what they're gonna say about this these buildings right here God is back looking to the needs of his people the news of Jesus spread all through the country he's back Lift your hands right where you are. I need you to see yourself sitting up. God's about to shift your posture. about to shift your posture. 
you about to get a new spine <laughs> yeah God's about to straighten it all out those crooked paths that you've been walking on about to be straightened out that valley you've been in is about to get raised that dry desert is about to experience gushing gushing waters I want you to go to the slide you'll see um, you'll see a slide with a little pregnant lady in there don't open that slide go to the I think it's uh, 2 Samuel chapter 5 This is not a it's going to be okay revival. God is birthing soldiers this time around. Then David prayed. I love how it works. You just go off the little script and then he's like, all right, now go to that one slide. Way towards the end of the slides. Then David prayed to God, shall I go up? And he say, shall I go down? No, 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 no. Shall I rest? Shall I go up and fight the bullies? Right? We, 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 we was talking about Samson. Who was his problem? Philistines. Our government is full of Philistines. Look what he asked him. Will you help me beat them? I love David's question because he didn't say, will you beat them for me? <laughs> Here to tell somebody there's no way out except to fight. But God is with you. Your rod and your staff. Your protection your provision look at what God says you, you, some of y'all expecting y'all really want God to be like you don't have to do it no you don't you don't have to do it you don't have to do it will you help me beat them he said go up God replied, count on me. Come on, who am I talking to? Count on me. This is a season where you kids can't count on friends. You got to count on him. You got to count on him. I'm sorry. You got to count on God. Look what he says. I'll help you beat them. I'll help you. So after all that I can do, I must what? Stand. I gotta show up. Come on, I gotta show up. I know it's hard, but I gotta show up. I don't wanna get to church, but I gotta show up. I work a long day on Wednesdays, but man, I gotta get, I gotta show up. 
use this the word of the Lord you get that right put that scripture back up right now I need to see the word of the Lord right he says no 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 don't you when you lose sight of the word put that scripture back up right now I need to see the word of the Lord I help you beat them David then went straight to Belperazim <laughs> and smashed them to pieces. Come on, go back, go back, go back, go back. Smash them to pieces. Now, if you know your God, then you know that David couldn't do anything beyond his obedience. David understood it's funny how the Lord says I'll help you beat them but the scripture says David smashed them I, I, the way I like to see it New Testament is David showed up to a finished work See, some of y'all trying to get God to bless your plans. God says, if you just go to where I already blessed, you're going to show up to a finished work. You're going to show up instead of praying, Lord, help me fight. You're going to show up to where the, where the Lord's already defeated your enemy. building as much as you think so it is not a really a hard process when you really understand it's already done <laughs> smashing in the pieces next verse afterwards David said God exploded on my enemies this is crazy though go back this is crazy though it, God says I'll help you then the scriptures say David whooped them fools then David what comes out of his mouth is God whooped them fools look at the relationship look at the covenant God trusts his son and his son trusts his father like they in it together let's go back again look at the conversation hey pops shall I go up and fight these fools Pops, will you help me? He said, I got you. Go up. You can count on me, son. I'll help you beat him, son, but you got to go out there, though. Because I need your faith. Da hey, David, I, I, I give you five stones, but you still got to release one. You ready? You ready? It wasn't about how many stones David had. It was about how many he was willing to release. See, he released the first one. That's all he needed. He said, son, I'll help you. David went straight to Belperazim and smashed them fools. He went straight, smashed them fools. Next, next verse. Afterward, David said, oh, God exploded on them fools. Then David gave God praise. He, na he, he named his moment. He named his turnaround. He 
he made an altar and he said, that's why David named the place Belperazine. The master who explodes. Oh, we, oh, we, about, we, 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 this is, this, 2020, I'm telling you, 2024, I'm not trying to skip over the rest of the month, but I'm trying to tell you, this is 2024. You about to see the master who explodes. That's why he's trying to get us ready so we can roll with him. God is about to explode in your life. That's right. Like when you when you when you at a uh, amusement park. You don't go on no roller coaster just like lean back and just like no, you got to get strapped in. Hey, do you notice, hold on, do you notice your posture on a roller coaster? Go ahead, try to lean forward or have back. You can't have bad posture on a roller coaster. You like this. (laughs) Hey, hey, you like the little boy in the coffin. Why you think God's saying, get it straight, get ready, get your posture right? Because we about to go on a ride. The master who explodes. The retreating Philistines. So, so, so you mean to tell me, go back, go back, go back. So it says... David smashed him to pieces. So then go forward. Go forward. It says the retreating Philistines, which lets me know that it wasn't all of them. Right? What you got to understand is having victory in one area of your life sends signals to all the bondage. One victory sends signals to all the bondage. And this is what you got to understand. This is why we handle the stronghold to send the fruits retreating. And they dumped their idols and David and his soldiers took them away. What? Man, I find in too many places, Elder John, where the devil had to pay for messing with God's children. Pharaoh gave the Israelites silver and gold to leave him alone. This is why I am, you too bound to chase stuff. Man, just get free. The devil gotta pay messing with you. The Bible says he'll give you double for your trouble. That's the word of God. He says keep your confidence for you're going to have great recompense. In other words, there's interest. Hell has to pay interest for borrowing you. You'll get that later. You'll get that later. If you're God's children, hell borrowed you for a few seasons. But they got to pay interest. 
The retreating Philistines dumped their idols. Next, 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 next. I just want to, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. And I came that you may have life and enjoy the life and have it in abundance to full till overflows. Say overflows. Come on. Next, next, next. No, there's, there's, where the pregnant lady go? Told you I want the pregnant lady. Now, what's before the pregnant lady? Romans 8. Go back, go back, go back, go back. I just want to end tonight on this. Go back to where Romans 8 starts. It's a familiar passage, but I, is that where it starts? I am convinced that any suffering we endure is less than nothing compared to the magnitude of the glory that is about to be unveiled within us. See, so I want y'all to get this. Go back, go back, go back, go back. I want y'all to get this. I want y'all to get this. I want y'all to get this. You're not going to see glory until you release glory. Because I want you to see where he says the glory is taking place. What you're going through is producing glory in you. So this is why we got to be a people of praise and joy and worship. Because whenever we open our mouths, we release the glory in us. Next verse. The entire universe is standing on tiptoe, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. Come on, lift your hands right there where you are. Come on, go back to the scripture. Come on, I want you to put your hands over your eyes. What this scripture says is the all of creation is waiting for sons and daughters to get revelation of who they are so they can be unveiled. <laughs> Yearning to see the unveiling. Before you're unveiled to the world, you have to be unveiled to yourself. You got to know who you are. Come on. I want you to pray right now. Lord, I am so tired of not seeing me how you see me. Open my eyes. I will accept who you show me I am, even if it scares me, even if I don't agree, even if I didn't expect that. Lord, show me your glory. Unveil me to me. Lord, illuminate their eyes that they might see. Ephesians 1. Illuminate their inner man. Next verse. All around us. Go back. Sorry. Yeah, go forward. All around us, we observe a pregnant creation. You know why you're frustrated? Because you're pregnant. 
And if that just happens to be naturally true for somebody, I'm sorry. Because I didn't, I didn't spoke some pregnant words before. We just keep, keep getting pregnant people around here. So if somebody about to have another baby, I'm sorry. Hallelujah. Stop doing it then. <laughs> keep your pants on me. All around us, we observe a pregnant creation. The difficult times of pain throughout the world are simply... There is something inside of humanity that know there's better. And that's what we're all searching for. And we think money's going to fix it. That's not the better. That's not going to bring you what you frustrated for. The whole, all of creation is frustrated because we've been displaced. And what worship does is it realigns us back to our place, our rightful place. But it's not only around us, but it's within us. The Spirit of God is arousing us with the Spirit of God is arousing us. We're also feeling the birth pangs. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside helping you about to get so blessed. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. <laughs> He's at work with us. He's at work within us. Look, He does our praying in and for us. So even some of y'all that's new to the faith and you don't really understand how to pray and what's going on, let me tell you, it don't matter. He's praying for you. He's praying within you, making prayer out of our wordless frustration. Our aching groans. Boom! Bam! He knows us far better than we know ourselves. Knows our pregnant condition. And he keeps us present before God. That's so good news because even when I don't feel like getting to my prayer closet, he still keeps me present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. Everything works together for our good. Next slide. Something, I'm, I'm declaring this over you and we're done. Something has to break. Come on, she's, she's mixed. She's, she's, bi, she's biracial. She's biracial. She's all nations. She's, she's all nations. She, she like Filipino, black, and Italian, and Asian. She all nations. Something has to break. Oh. Come on, come on. I need you to get this before we go to the next slide. Something has to break. I want to encourage you. Something has to break. Something we, Elder John, have applied too much pressure on the gates of hell. What does the word of God say? And the gates of hell shall not prevail. I hear them chains falling, right? You get what I'm saying? It's like 
most people read that scripture and it looks like, well, no matter what the devil does to me, he can't win. No, 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 no. This is the kingdom of God bombarding the gates of hell. And the gates of hell can't keep us out. You understand what I'm saying? So something has to break. We, Love Quest, have applied too much pressure on him. We have fasted too much. We've prayed too much. We've worshiped too much. We've reconciled too much. We've contended for love too much. We've contended for faith too much. We've cried too many tears. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We've been vulnerable too much. Come on, we've sown too much. Come on, the gates of hell shall not prevail. And I want you to see, when we open those gates, your daughter coming home, your son is coming home. When we open the gates, we go see, all right, come on, 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 come on. I want you to see, I want you to see. And can you, can you see, we gonna open the gates. Boom! And all the hell, just like God held the Red Sea back, you're going to see demons try, no, and your daughter coming home. Your son is coming home. Your money is coming home. Your dreams is restored. Your relationships are restored. Your health is restored. Come on. Come on. You got to see it. You got to see it. We've been shaking too long. We, we've applied too much pressure on the gates. The gates got to break. Come on, the gates got to break. I've been feeling this all day that the gates are breaking. The body of Christ is about to see wealth like it's never seen before. We're about to see property come in like never before. We're about to be a part. We are about to be essential. Woo! Come on, shout out. Something has to break. Next slide. Something has to shift. <laughs> it can't stay the same. See, see here, here's if you get the picture, if you get the picture, when, when a mama is getting ready, now you can correct me if I'm wrong, Bree. <laughs> when, when, a, when, a, when, a, when a mama is getting ready to give birth, sometimes the doctors are waiting. So the water has broken, possibly tell me to order. But, but the, the, the doctors are waiting for the baby to get in the proper position. For delivery. Am I correct? Am I right? Am I right? Okay. So, so something has to shift because the word has went into the womb and said it's time to come out. I'll say it again. The word has entered the womb and said it's time to come out. Come on, shout out. It's time to come out. And when God says it's time to come out, everything has to align with that word. There's nothing you can do about it. Something has to shift. 
Come on, say something got to break. Something has to shift. That's why you've been uncomfortable. Because you've been getting, Lord's been trying to get you. I don't know how it worked, but the Lord been trying to get you in position. <laughs> Come on, just lift your hands, receive that. Lord is shifting it. Yeah, it's uncomfortable because you've been used to a certain position for so long. Something has to shift. It's shifting. It's breaking. The floodgates are opening. 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 It's shifting, it's breaking, the floodgates are opening. It's shifting, it's breaking, the floodgates are opening. Something's gotta move. Something's gotta move. Something's gotta move. Something's gotta move. It's shifting. Floodgates are opening. It's shifting. It's breaking. The floodgates are opening. Next slide. Next slide. Now, 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 now you, you, why are they fixing that? The flood, the, the, there's something, Lord just says, ah, yes, Lord. Something has to break. For so long, we've been settling for something bending. Lord, make it bend my way. No, no, no. The bending season is over. Something has to break. I'm not settling for bending. I Something is breaking. And then lastly, something has to open up. This, this is the season where when they say no, you say thank you because you're getting me closer to the open door. Hey, hey, I'm only knocking to discover which is for me. I don't really need nothing from you. I'm just trying to find my door. Sorry. You ever, you ever knock on the wrong door? Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. I, I, my bad. Wrong door. I don't even want to come in your room. Wrong door. Hey. Did, hey. Offense. 
Offense will delay progress. So this is not the season to get in your feelings because you get rejected. No, one open door gets you one door closer to the open one. Keep knocking because something got to open up. Something's got to open up. Something's got to open up. Right? And so I'm encouraging you tonight. Oh, my bad. My bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's like a little kid who forgot the door their parents was in at the hotel. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm looking for my dad. Somebody told me he opened the door for me. I'm just trying to figure out which room is mine. I don't want your room. There's a room reserved for me. Come on, lift your hands. Something's got to open up. Something has to open up. God has the right partnerships for you. What's for you is for you. Be careful who you involve in your open door. You ready for this? There are some people. Let me put it this way. Not everyone should have a key to that open door. Know the difference between who God's allowing you to bring into the room versus who he's telling you to give a key to. Be careful who you share authority with. Keys represent covenant. So whoever got a key, you're in business with. Know who's called to be in the room versus who has access to open the room. Lift your hands. You're going to need great wisdom in this coming season. You're going to need great wisdom. You're going to need great provision, great, great patience. You're going to need great wisdom. You're going to need patience. You're going to need a backbone. You're going to need a backbone. I think Esau could have just shared some soup. who you give access to there's ways to bless people without giving them authority to the blessing 
You're going to need great wisdom, great patience. You're going to need a backbone. You're going to need great wisdom. You're going to need great patience. And you're going to need a backbone. you are about to hit a flow in your life you're about to hit a flow in your life whoever I'm talking to it's about to open up for you your heart is right endurance is moving the hand of God great wisdom great patience and a backbone don't change your no just because you want a relationship You're also going to need a backbone to stand on the offer that God told you to ask for. <laughs> I received that. Yeah, you know one thing I'm learning? I'm in the season, so I know it's about to be for some of y'all. The Lord is developing a master negotiator. to this moment something's gotta open up what's the next slide I think that's it hmm? second Samuel we're good second uh, no 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 don't I don't want to read no more I'm done something has to break something has to shift and something has to open up something has to break something you got to understand the word has to so you need to shift your faith to a has to you, you, you better hear what I'm saying it's not Lord if it's your will I'm telling you it has to break. Something has to shift. It has to align with God's timing. It has to shift. It is due season. It is due season. It is due season. You know, some people may say the stars are aligning. <laughs> Something has to shift. Like Mary, the word has entered your womb and everything in there has to shift. 
anything that is out of alignment with the word that has entered your womb it has to shift what what happened god gave mary a word she said so it be if that's what your word say cool and then it says the lord the holy spirit came upon her and i want you to understand what she was given instructions to do when god gives you an impossible instruction he will then distract you by going to speak into an impossible situation so he says mary i know what i told you is crazy but i need you to go walk in the room where elizabeth womb is experiencing some barrenness and it says as soon as she walked in the room little john got his actor right Little, little John say, yeah! yeah! Little John leaped in the womb. What? <laughs> That's what you about to say when the Lord come into this season. What? Okay. But I want you to see what happened. Elizabeth said, at the sound of your voice, everything shifted. There's another dead situation where the Lord, the word of the Lord came and something set up. Whatever was going on in her womb, all God needs is a vessel to breathe life into. And that's what you got to get about the son in name. Is although he was dead, he was still a shell that life could be breathed into. I don't care how long it's been. Just present yourself to the Lord. Say, Lord, here I am. Breathe fresh life into me. Breathe fresh life into my circumstances. I believe you, Lord. Come on, right where you are. Come on, the altar is right where you are. I believe you, God. I believe you, God. Come on, let's just take a few moments of intercession. Come on, I believe you, God. Come on, let's breathe on the word that's been released tonight. I believe you, God. Something's breaking. Something's breaking. Come on, something has to shift. Something has to open up. Come on, I thank you, Lord, for great wisdom, godly wisdom, kingdom wisdom. I thank you that I have the mind of Christ in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that in situations, circumstances, business transactions, contracts, Lord, I thank you in relationships. You will give me eyes to see that I will have your wisdom. I will move in wisdom. I will stand on wisdom. I will be held by your wisdom. Lord, I thank you that you give me a godly kingdom, priestly understanding, Lord. When we're at the business table, Lord, give us numbers although they may bigger be bigger than what we thought lord give us the faith to believe and stand for what you're asking for us to say and what you're asking for us to stand for and what you're asking for us to believe lord give us wisdom give us insight 
the gift of the spirit of discerning of spirits lord thank you thank you father for the gift of revelation the gift of wisdom the gift of knowledge lord thank you that we walk in supernatural sight in this season lord god let us see through the impossible, Lord. Open the red seas of our soul. Come on. Open the red seas of our soul. Open the red seas of our soul. And then, Lord, we thank you for the fruit of the Spirit, patience. Thank you that we have patience, Lord. To let anxiousness work itself out. Thank you for patience, Lord, that we have time and we don't rush into any situation knowing that you already have aligned the perfect situation for us. Patience to walk in to what you have for us and not settle for anything less. Come on, thank you for patience, Lord. Thank you for endurance, Lord God. Yeah, I shall endure. I shall not faint. Yeah, I, I receive my wings in this season. Come on, I shall mount up like eagles, Lord God. I thank you that there's, I'm, I'm, I'm heading into my season of soaring. Come on, my pigeon season is over. My pigeon season is over. My pigeon season is over. Come on, I'm an eagle now. Come on, come on, Lord, you're taking us higher. not only do I have wings like an eagle but I also have eyes like a hawk and then lastly Lord I thank you that I have a backbone strength to stand I'm not a coward for you did not give me the spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind thank you Lord that I am bold as a lion bold as a lion Lord God I thank you that courage is in me you told Joshua to take courage because he was about to enter into the promised land and you promised him that wherever his feet tread it's his so Lord may we not cut short where we walk because wherever I walk it's mine. So may we not be afraid to walk where you tell us to go. Because wherever I walk, it's mine. Come on. Even if it don't make sense, wherever I walk, that you tell me, it's mine. Take courage. And then he told him, do not let the words of God depart out of your mouth meaning don't stop speaking the word now now he's now now he is giving me reflection on all that he just told us to talk about and then so then he tells Joshua to keep your eyes fixed on the word day and night meditate on it day and night and then that's where that song came out of our spirit put the word back on the screen what was that
What was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now if you're gonna be doing hip hop, you can't be like, put the scripture back up on the screen right now, okay? But I want you to see how God is weaving this thing together. He says, put that word, put that scripture back up right now. Like it has to be urgent. What God says, it has to be urgent. It has to be priority. It has to be God's word. I think it's done. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media. You can find us on IG and Facebook at LoveQuest INTL Church. We out here. But you know what it is. You know the motto. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So till next time, get your love fixed, man. I think it's done. It's done. It's done. Hallelujah. It's done.